Lord, we acknowledge that you are a God who gives life to the barren wombs. You're a God who can bring a forest in a desert. Lord, you're the God who knows how to bring light out of darkness. You turn ashes into beauty. And we, we surrender of a barrenness to you this morning. We surrender of a fruitlessness to you this morning. Lord, we surrender those darknesses in our hearts, in our lives, into your presence this morning. We, 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 we surrender this brokenness in our relationships into your hands this morning. Because we know and we know and we know that we serve a God who heals and we serve a God who gives life and we serve a God who restores. And we humble ourselves under your mighty hand. And in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said an amen. Do you believe that this Jesus is here with us today? Do you believe that this Jesus is about to touch us today? Do you believe that this Jesus is about to mold us today? We can never be in the presence of Jesus and go back without being transformed. You may have been in the presence of Jesus yesterday night. But this morning when you meet him again, you will have a different experience. Because his mercies are new every, every, every day, every morning his mercies are new. So the mercies that you received yesterday is not enough for today. There is a new anointing, a new grace that is available for you today. And as we remain receptive, the Lord will encounter us. Amen. Please be seated. It is my joy and my privilege to be back here. Thank you, worship team. Please. For some reason, every time I come to your church, I'm able to come along with my whole family. I don't know. It's just... Uh, and um, I'm, I'm so blessed to have my dear wife and my children 
uh, and uh, Elena as well along with us. Um, they are they are all joining us to to celebrate what God is doing in this place. I'm so excited because your man of God, he is climbing the, the mountain like really fast. And the, the pace at which he is climbing the mountain, it may be very hard to keep him in one location. The, it, it, it does look like the Lord is going to give us many, many more churches. And the Lord is going to give us many, many more businesses. The Lord is going to give us many, many more organizations. You know, as, as a ministry, we are, we are not just about, you know, you know, doing meetings and doing conferences. We, we are about taking over territories. Take over dominion of an entire city. I was with a dear brother of mine who is also son of my spiritual father. He was telling me how he is planning to buy properties in the edge of his city you know in the on the on the on the gates of his city and and bite in such a strategic way that that the that the that the gates of his city will belong to him and and he said you know Eventually, I want, to, I want to have properties all over the city, but let me begin with all these strategic locations and, and, and we will take over in the natural just like we are taking over in the spiritual. Amen. The Lord is giving you grace for dominion. We didn't think that all of this is possible when our senior prophets started teaching this, but we've been now seeing the fulfillment of it one day at a time. When uh, though your man of God said he laughed like Sarah, I also laughed <laughs> when our man of God started saying all these things. And I never thought that we could ever do this kind of exploit in our day and time. But we are already there. Amen. And greater things are yet to come. More beautiful things are yet to come. And I, I didn't know your man of God has been teaching you about Abraham. On, on Monday, when, when we were flying into Mumbai, I was praying and I was asking the Lord what to share this uh, on, on, on this morning service. And I heard a laughter, somebody laughing. 
So I said, Lord, what is this? Is it, a, is, is it the enemy laughing at me? Or he, the Lord said, no, it is some believers who are laughing at what you're going to preach. Because it is going to be too unbelievable for them. Because that's what Sarah did. So I said, okay, Lord, then what do you want me to preach? And God said, preach on Sarah, preach on that text from Genesis chapter 18. Because again and again, I kept hearing and Sarah laughed and Sarah laughed. So I believe that some of you are going to have such an encounter with God that you're going to want to laugh. <laughs> See, the first time that Sarah laughed, it was out of unbelief. But then she began laughing so much that that became the identity of the child that was birthed out of her. Do you want to read the scripture with me? It is the book of Genesis. Chapter 21 and verse 6. Before we touch Genesis 18, let's touch the, the demonstration. Because this is what God showed me when I was praying for you. So I just want to release this over you before we go and study the scripture. The Bible says, and Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter and all who hear about this will laugh with me. Amen. The, you know, this is Sarah who is saying this after the birth of her Firstborn at the age of, I think, 90 or 99 is, is when she's having a first child. And then the Bible says she laughed and she began to be overtaken by that laughter. And, and then, he's, then she says, this is going to be now so contagious. That everywhere that I go, every person I talk to, every person that engages with me, that has a conversation with me, that I work with, they will all begin to laugh along with me. The encounter that the Lord is about to release over your life, it is going to be contagious. It is going to spread. It is going to catch other people. And, 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 and Sarah, she is declaring this after having walked that journey from unbelief to belief to seeing the promises of God demonstrated in her life. And, and now she has experienced the 
the end result and then she is laughing but that will not be the story of everybody in this church we will laugh even before we will laugh even before we see our promises being fulfilled we will laugh even when there is no reason to believe even when we don't see any evidence of god's move in our life we will still laugh some of you i need you to go and rename your circumstances you cannot call yourself barren anymore you cannot call yourself useless anymore you cannot call yourself empty anymore you cannot call yourself bankrupt anymore you have to call yourself the way that god calls you you have to have the same revelation about yourself that god has about you and the more you grow in that revelation the more your identity will change and and the more your identity changes the more your faith will change and and the more your faith changes the more it is going to now create a channel between your home and heaven and there will be constant downloads constant deposits constant encounters between your home and heaven amen what what did i say your identity has to change for your identity to change your revelation has to change you know unless your revelation doesn't change your identity will not change did you understand that somebody had to tell jacob you are no longer jacob you are an israel he had to be given a new identity till that point he was scared to meet his brother he had no fear he had no faith he had only fear but after the revelation came the identity after the revelation came the identity after the identity came a boldness to go and meet his brother and now he goes to meet with great faith and he goes and says hey you know what seeing you is like seeing the face of god <laughs> because he had just met the face of god <laughs> and now he is meeting his brother he is saying this is so sweet because this is like experiencing god everywhere see the the brother had come to kill him ye dekhiye bhai usko 
he came he came with 400 warriors anybody goes for a dinner party with 400 people why would you take 400 people kuch toda fort karna hai to leke jayega right and that's what he saw is going for but he doesn't know he is now not meeting jacob he is meeting israel and when he meets israel his his he he is no longer living in the fear of being a jacob now he has the faith that he is a israel so your renewed identity is giving you a new faith in this season and that faith is what is going to allow you to have constant encounters constant downloads constant relationship with heaven I hear this in my spirit the lord is healing your relationship with heaven There are some people who are saying I I I'm not able to experience what everybody is saying I I'm not able to pray like everybody I'm not able to enjoy this but today there is healing coming in your relationship with heaven Today the Lord is healing your ability to feel certain things your ability to weep your ability to cry your ability to worship your ability to read the word and encounter him the Lord is healing you on the inside you're going back to your first love in jesus name there are, there are some of you who who when you were in deeply in love with jesus you didn't care about anybody but you, you know you didn't care about who is watching me you didn't care about what meeting i am in you you were just lost in your love for jesus today some of you will return back to that kind of love the lord is drawing your heart to him can i read the scripture for you genesis chapter 18 and verse 1 the bible says the lord appeared again to abraham near the oak grove belonging to mamre it says in my scripture that he appeared to him again which means he has been meeting with abraham before So this particular encounter was not the first time that Abraham is encountering God. Ye jo 
the problem with so many of us is that the first time is very special the first time we experience god it's amazing but the next time that god comes our excitement dips to 90% the 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 third time he comes it goes to 50% now we get used to being in church now we know how to behave in church now we know how the right pose to worship now now we are like uh, treating this like any other place that we go to and, and and that is the danger that many of us face that we can fall back into the religious routine of encountering god and because of which everything that god comes to give you he is not able to give you everything that god desires to bless you with he is unable to give it to you the bible says again the lord appeared to abraham and this is how it happened one day Abraham was sitting at the entrance of his tent. And it says this was the hottest part of the day, the middle of the day. And then he looked up and he noticed three men standing nearby. Wait, I don't understand this. Didn't the previous verse say that God came? But why is the next line saying three men came? The first verse says, then the Lord appeared again to Abraham. And then the next line says, this is how it happened when Abraham lifted his head. head to see there was three men standing nearby so could it be that abraham's ability to encounter god this time was limited to how he would discern respect and acknowledge these three ones that god had sent to him how he welcomes them in how he is going to honor them how he is going to feed them please understand it's not even spiritual it is in the physical it is in the natural see there are spiritual encounters that you can have by physical things that you do there are things that you can move in the natural so that the spiritual the atmosphere above you will begin to respond to what you do in the natural aap bhautik star par jo kar 
It says, when he saw them, he ran to meet them and welcome them. And then he bowed low to the ground. Do you see the emergency, the urgency with which he is going to, uh, you know, welcome them in and, and celebrate them and honor them? I can understand if Abraham has never had an experience with God and this is his first time that he is doing this. I can understand that. But this is not the first time. First time was in Shechem, right? And, and he's been encountering God again and again and again and again. But this time when God comes, he, he comes in a different format. He doesn't come announced. He didn't come and say, uh, say you know what, I'm, I'm God, I want you to follow me to this place and do this. God came but didn't come. He came to the doorstep but didn't enter in. He came to the doorstep but didn't knock at the door. He came and stood nearby but didn't initiate a conversation with Abraham. He waited for Abraham to respond. He, he waited to see if Abraham will catch it first. See, our problem is we are, we are waiting for God to come and encounter us where God is waiting for you to go and encounter him. If you know the God that, that we experience in this stream, he's very near to you today. He is very near to you. He is standing next to your chair right now. He is, he is closer than you would ever think him to be. But my question to you is how are you ready and excited to receive him? The Bible says he saw them and he ran to meet with them. Not walked. See, Abraham is not a young man like you and I are. Do you understand what it takes to run at the age of 100? It is not very easy to run at the age of 100. Some of us in our 30s, we can't play cricket. <laughs> and, and, and here is the man of God. He knows this is, this is the rest of his life is going to be an outcome of this running. 
he doesn't care if this is going to work out or not he's like every time god shows up i have to run i can imagine if god says today when i come to your house i'm going to give you a blessing by which you will have isaac and then abraham gets up and runs i understand that but there is nothing there is no promise there is no announcement and yet you see abraham saw something and he got up and he ran to it not only did he pursue the bible says he now went and he welcomed them in because so many of us you know we are good at pursuing but we are not very good at bringing that glory back into our home because on sunday morning we are like charged up to run and and and, and on monday morning even when we are praying we are very charged up to run and when there is a cottage meeting on wednesday night we are charged to run but when we go back to our work we are not taking that encounter back to where we go basically this is why many christians fail this is where we struggle this is why our marriages are struggling this is why our parenting is broken this is why our businesses and our workplaces there is no grace because we are encountering god outside and we are leaving that encounter there and returning back somehow we have failed to welcome that encounter into our homes but this morning we are changing our mistakes we are taking this revelation back into our homes we are saying lord let your will be done in my house as it is in heaven let your will be done in my church as it is in heaven is there any disorder any chaos in heaven is there any problems in heaven is there any lack in heaven is there any fights in heaven is there any misunderstanding in heaven is there any sicknesses in heaven so why is it that we are not welcoming that heaven into our homes why is it that we are not welcoming that heaven into our workplace 
Because somehow, when we come back home, we want to still be the father of the house, the king of the house, you know? And, and we want everything in our control. The problem with welcoming somebody greater than you into your house is that now you cannot be in control. Now, you know, it's not in your hands. Now you have to let go to somebody who is better, somebody who is bigger, somebody who is more anointed for this. And, and now you're letting him have the final say. And trust me, he will not fail you. Because the Bible says, unless the Lord builds the house, no matter what company you work in, I don't, I don't care. Please don't explain to me how much salary you get. Please don't tell me how your children are so well educated and what college they went to. The Bible says, unless the Lord builds the house, all your hard work, all your prayer, all the things that you do to make sure that your house is, you know, is safe and protected and covered, it is in vain. And that is why I'm asking us to invite this encounter back into our home. Please understand, I'm not preaching to you because I'm like, oh, the, you need to do this. I'm preaching to you what I want to do. Please understand this, that, you know, we are, we are no, nobody is looking down on anybody here. We are all in this journey together. We are saying, this is what God wants. This is how God wants to encounter us. The Bible says, first, he ran after that encounter. Second, he welcomed that encounter. Third, he bowed low to the ground before that encounter. He humbled himself before that encounter. See, this is a little challenging for seasoned Christians, those who have been in the church for a long time. For some reason, our knees don't know how to bend, you know. Because it's, you've been standing tall so long, right? To bow low before somebody, it's not in your DNA at all now. You know, when we go to Africa, we see how, how the people there serve us. We were just in Uganda the last uh, week and, and, and we were 
we were just preparing for an upcoming conference and we were in certain churches that didn't even know us at all i can understand if it is my church my people who know me who know who i have been a blessing to but this is a church that didn't even know me didn't even know where i come from nothing at all and i saw the way that they were serving me you know i i felt like oh my god you know should i even allow them to serve me like this and then i'm wondering why is it that god is so so pushing me to now bless them in such a level and it and, and i i couldn't make the connection until later that this is a church that knows how to humble themselves the first church that i preached in i just preached the next church that i went to i didn't want to preach but i started prophesying and i and the kind of prophetic i gave there i i none of that came in the first church and i didn't make the connection until later i understood the level of serving in this church was different from the previous one the way that they were willing to humble themselves was different and and the more we humble ourselves the more we set ourselves up for elevation the more we are preparing the path for promotion so church you need to learn how to pursue your encounter the second thing you need to learn is how to welcome that encounter into your house into your environments third you need to learn how to humble yourself before their encounter then the bible says verse 3 my lord he said if it pleases you stop here for a while he is already pursuing them he is already welcome them and he is already made sure to humble himself before this encounter before he brings his request see when if if i have to tell you that you know you know the lord is about to move in this place our first thing would be yes yes we want it can you do it in my church but before abraham could speak his request 
he already had prepared his posture he had already humbled himself he had already set the uh, the 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 tone for the meeting see please understand this is the abraham who is stood before melchizedek this is the abraham who is who has experienced god face to face this is an abraham who is a friend of god the only other person who is in the order of melchizedek is jesus himself and and abraham has met melchizedek can you ever be impressed with anybody else is it is it normal for you to now go and bow yourself before a stranger but his revelation that day was that god is about to encounter me and so he went out of his way he didn't care that they look like human beings it didn't care that they they talk the same language it didn't care that this is not the same style that god used last time it didn't care that that god didn't take the first initiative to come home and and this time he is willing to go and, and do everything possible because of that revelation that god is about to come and and it says if it pleases you i want you to have make this place your home stop here for a while become make this place become your habitation can we can we ask this of the lord today lord let this place become your habitation please stop here for a while you know we we are how many of you know that we are soon going to move out of this place but till we move out of here can you please stop here for a while with us we 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 know that we cannot live or do without this encounter we cannot do without this glory we cannot do without this presence so will you please stop here for a while with me then he says rest in the shade of this tree he is asking them please rest in the shade of this tree and then he says i am going to bring water to wash your feet 
and then says and since you have already come in can i also prepare some food to refresh you can can you ever help god talk to me you know just just try to you know speak to me it says to prepare food for you to refresh you before your journey can you ever refresh god <laughs> can you ever do something to you know strengthen god to revive god because see verse chapter 18 verse 1 it is very clear abraham knew that the lord is appearing to him again abraham knew that this is his chance for another encounter with god but it came through a human being he didn't mind that and now he's he's saying let me do everything possible to now help you now he begins to wash his feet he begins to give them a place in his house where there is shade and then he says while i while you rest here will you please allow me to serve you some food and 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 the bible says uh, you know the 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 three men they said okay if that is what you want you can do as you have said verse sits are you ready for verse sits are you ready for this it says in verse sits so abraham he ran back into the tent and spoke to sarah Did you see the same guy who ran towards God? Is now running to his resources. Do you know why? He he knows that this pursuit and this pursuit cannot be less cannot be different. See we can all experience God in 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 a in a level of intentionality and excitement and seriousness But but when it comes to now giving our resources to God Then then we are a little slow then our speed decreases then our decibel level decreases if i say how many of you want to say an amen everybody will say amen but if i say how many of you want to give towards the next building that we are going to have in navi mumbai you know i like your faith i like your faith 
I like your faith. Because, because Abraham, the Bible says, he ran with the same ferociousness that he had in pursuing the encounter with God. Now he's running with the same ferociousness to, to give to God. To, to sacrifice, to be able to give every resource that he has in his house to the Lord. So show me the, show me the enthusiasm that you show when, you, when it's time to give to the Lord. That will show me the enthusiasm with which you actually pursue God. That is why Apostle Paul says God loves a, a, a crying giver. A teary-eyed giver. A burdened giver. <laughs> Sometimes when we give to the Lord, we are like, oh no, I have to give, okay? <laughs> No, no, no. God loves what kind of a giver? A cheerful and excited giver. Because our giving to God is a sign of how much we are actually pursuing God. See, if, if we say God just came to bless him, why didn't God just come bless him and leave? Why all this drama? Why is God waiting for him to do what he is doing so that God can bless him? Please understand, these are angels. Do you think these angels will be surprised by your mutton curry? They'll be like, oh my God, I don't get this in heaven. Oh no, I, you know, I'm so glad I came to Abraham's house. I don't know if they even liked it. Because they've been eating manna in heaven. But they, they are not here because they like Abraham's food. They, they, are, not, they are not here because they don't have strength to go into the next city. Because that's what Abraham is trying to do, right? Give them enough food so that they have strength to go to the next place. So in our natural, we may think, Oh wow, I'm trying to give to God so that we can do this or we can do that. We are saying, okay, I, I, I want our church to have a big building. But you're, you're actually not giving to that. You're actually giving to your future. Abraham thought he's trying to help God. It was not Abraham helping God. Abraham was helping himself. You may think that you're trying to give to God. 
you are giving to your next thousand descendants you you're depositing something into your own account that the next thousand generations are going to withdraw and withdraw and withdraw and it will not get over you cannot help god <laughs> it is the lord who is helping you today the fact that god is in your vicinity is your ability he is now giving you an opportunity to now serve him that that you will pursue him the same way that you would you would pursue his presence and and the bible says he ran back to the tent and he spoke to sarah and he, and and he says sarah hurry because he knows that there is a timeline to some of these promises there are certain things that you need to hurry there are certain things that you have to do immediately quickly and so he, he he's telling sarah sarah normally when we make food we prepare it by 5 pm 6 pm in the evening this time we are going to hurry because this is not about me because this is not about our normal routine in the house now now we are serving somebody greater now we serve according to heaven's timelines abraham didn't know but these guys were in a hurry to go to Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah But in his in his wisdom he goes to Sarah and he says hurry hurry do it now quickly let's do it now Get three large measures of your best flour He he he's not saying just flour best flour what does it say best flour you know when this is the difference between cain's giving and and abel's giving cain gave but abel gave the best and that's what abraham did he brought the best flour and then he again he ran out to the herd and he chose a tender calf and he and he gave it to his servant and said quickly prepare this calf and and the bible says when the food was ready abraham took some yogurt and milk and the roasted meat and he served it to the men the fact that abraham had yogurt in his menu proves that he is intelligent kyunki abraham ke khane mein 
those who know me they know that i i really love yogurt <laughs> so this is just a personal preference i'm just telling you the fact that abraham had had yogurt this we were in the same lineage you know abraham and <laughs> the bible says he he brought milk he got yogurt he got the roasted meat and all the food that is prepared can you see it, he is not there is no lack for excellence and again please understand he has plenty of servants to serve the men but he says no 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 i'm going to serve them myself this is not about hospitality this is about encountering god there are certain things some things like when when you invite people when you welcome somebody into your church and you help them go sit in a chair you you are thinking that you are doing ushering no 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 this is not about ushering you are preparing for the next great encounter in your church you are setting the tone for revival you cannot do it slack you cannot do you cannot give like 10% lesser than the best you have to bring your 100% you may be on the stage leading worship on that note i have to say man i love the worship i i don't know because it's it's not it's not a surprise for you but i come here once in a while i don't come here often and i have seen the upgrade from the last time that i have come and and i and i'm and i'm thankful to the lord for the upgrade in the worship team but i i i want all of us to give our 100% you 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 may be setting the chairs please understand your your physical actions can provoke a spiritual encounter you you may just be driving the man of god you you may just be you know setting the water in in, in its right place but the excellence with which you do it it can provoke the next great encounter you will receive in the church the thing is we have to do this again and again and again no matter how many times we get an encounter the next time we come we have to have more excellence and the bible says as they ate Abraham waited on them. He didn't just say okay here is your food bye bye I'll see you later or tomorrow in the evening no he waited on them. This is a little hard part. Because we 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 are like I did my part. Where is my blessing? you know the 
the man of god he was testifying that he didn't have patience to stay in his job he quit the job when the instruction was not to quit the job and because of his lack of patience he lost an opportunity the bible says here now he did his part and now he is waiting and do you know that finishing a calf takes a long time i don't know you know they they like one calf has been you know slaughtered he's waiting he's not taking a break 100 year old man he's not he's not take he's not taking a chair and sitting down he's waiting he knows there is something coming he knows a word will be released see abraham can see that they they didn't come with travel bags so there is no hidden stash of gold or silver but he is waiting to see what they will speak because if they will speak a sentence my my history my my geography my 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 whole whole life is going to turn upside down that is the value of an encounter with god he is he is not expecting them to give him money for the food that they ate he is not expecting them to now protect him from any enemies he is saying what are they going to speak i have i have done my part now i am not going to run away now i am going to wait some of us we are in that waiting phase You, you you did you did encounter god you encountered him again you encountered him again you didn't lose your fire you are still excited you still have the first love you ran after their encounter you welcome their encounter you humbled yourself before their encounter and even when you are making a request of their encounter you are not doing it for your sake you are doing it for the encounter's sake and now you are trying to serve the encounter even when you are requesting something of the encounter and now it's your time to wait and 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 please 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 my dear friends don't be discouraged when the gold coins doesn't come just keep your ears open to see what are they going to speak 
See, when, when Jacob and Esau, when they are fighting over the father's blessing, it, you know, it's not like yeah, how, how, you know, there is fight happening in the court today for the inheritance. You know, today they have will documents and all of that, right? So, and, and, and the father has so much property and he is dividing, okay, 50%, 50% or 80%, 20%. That's not how it was then. See, the blessing that they were looking for was not land. The blessing that they were waiting for was the words. When Esau came, he began to cry before his father saying, Do you not have anything good to say about me? He, he's not saying, do you not have any money left in the bank account? He's saying, do you have any good words, any words left? I, I don't want your money. I want your words of blessing. And for that, my dear friend, one, you have to wait. Second, you need to keep your ears open. You have to wait. And you have to listen. You have to wait. Slow down. And listen. Some of us, we are so running, running, running everywhere that we are not waiting. We, we ran to this. We attended this meeting. Then we attended that meeting. Then we attended the online meeting. Then I attended my neighbor's church meeting. Then I attended the neighbor's neighbor's meeting. And, and, then we, and then we are wondering, where is my blessing? God is saying, wait, wait, wait. Let me, give me the opportunity to speak to you. You, you do your part and you come and wait. And then I will speak. The Lord said, where is Sarah, your wife. <laughs> Where is Sarah, your wife? See, it's, it's not like God didn't know the answer, right? See, when, when, when God came and spoke to Jacob, what is your name? Come on, please don't tell me God didn't know. When, when God spoke to Ezekiel and he said, will these bones live? God is not trying to determine, do I have enough anointing today, you know, to make these bones live? You know, when, when, when Jesus asked the disciples saying, how much bread do you have? He, he, he's not trying to say, wait, let me calculate if we have enough to feed the 5,000. 
the the question was not actually for their information the question was for abraham to now open up his life He, he needed to become vulnerable about his brokenness because the problem in this marriage was not abraham it was sarah because abraham slept with agar and had a child do you understand what i'm saying so the problem was not with abraham the problem was with sir so god had to identify the problem before he releases a healing and a blessing and a solution isliye parmeshwar ko samasya ko pehle pehchanna tha isse pehle ki wo usko ek samadhan de you are like god please i i don't want to talk about that part wo hum kehte hain ki parmeshwar mujhe us baat ke bare mein baat nahi karna that's that season is a failing season that's that's not that's not on my facebook because i i don't want to you know let people know about that area that's i don't think you will be interested to hear about my failures you know i will tell you all my testimonies no i will tell you all the praise reports god's like where is sarah when god asked jacob what is your name he was he was not asking because god didn't know his name he was asking because he wanted to you know just go and touch a very sensitive area of his life his name meant cheater uske naam ka matlab hi dhokebaaz tha so can you imagine his father and mother they are like ah this guy no <laughs> we have to call him a cheater uske maata pita is prakar dete ki usko chalo cheater dhokebaaz bulayenge i don't know you know when abraham named their child isaac they had some revelation but when isaac named his children there was no revelation one guy he called him hairy man you know you never give that kind of names to your children <laughs> because you know you, you don't want them to spend so much money with the barber i'm just kidding please please don't take this seriously <laughs> you know and then the next kid he 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 calls him cheater and the thing is all his life this guy grows up without being loved because the father always preferred the hairy guy the father always preferred the guy who brought the best food into the house jacob was the rejected one he he can't go to his father and say i am jacob so so at a point when his father's eyesight was blind he went ek aisa samay aaya jab uske pita ki aankhein dhundli ho 
and his father asked who are you and he said i am esau do you know why he his entire lifetime of being rejected had caused such a deep pain in his heart to now accept that he is a, he is jacob So when when the angel comes and says tell me your name Do you know all the wounds from his childhood all those painful memories it is being brought back to the table And 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 you know if you and I were in Abraham's place we would be like I I treated you so well why would you do this to me I honored you. I loved you. I served you. But why is it that you are bringing back my failures to the table? Abraham, it is because the Lord has come to heal and to deliver and to restore. Before he can bring healing, he has to stir it up a little bit. before he can give you the healing he has to reveal the problem because of which you don't have the healing then so abraham opened up his heart opened up his house and he said yeah she's here she's inside the tent and then one of the three looked at abraham and said because you have opened up your life to me i will tell you i will return to you in one year and that time your your wife sarah will have a son the wife that you are trying to hide the wife that you're not so proud about the wife that you call sister sometimes that same wife is now going to have a son that will not be a reason for shame anymore and when sarah heard it she began to laugh see when a, when a word like this is preached to you when i'm telling you your shame is being turned to glory it is very easy to say ah that is not for me that is for them that is not for you know my situation it may be the true about that brother or that sister they still have time no i am very old this this doesn't apply to me but the lord is saying is there anything too hard for me is there too challenging for me 
I am speaking to the Sarahs in your house, in your, in your body. I am speaking to the Sarahs in your past. I am speaking to the failures in your circumstances and I am speaking. It is time for you to laugh with joy. This is the laughter which is not out of disbelief. This is the laughter which will now become your identity. God had to point it out to Abraham saying, you know what? Sarah is laughing. That's not good that she's laughing out of disbelief. But now... Can you imagine the same place where she's unable to trust God now becomes her reason, her expression of joy and revelation of how she is going to love God and serve God. So, so maybe it may be that you, the last time that you led worship, you led worship with a lot of guilt and pain and disbelief in your heart but the next time that you lead worship it will be because that is now become your identity that is now become your revelation of who God has created you to be see it's it's not wrong that you laughed it's it's the way, why you laughed which was wrong. So I'm not here trying to quench each and every one of you saying, hey, why are you praying like that? I'm, I'm saying, why did you pray has to change. The way you serve has to change. The way you pursue God has to change. The way you pursue giving to God has to change. Because now the, the same things that you are doing today will tomorrow become your greatest blessing. I am prophesying right now. Some of you, you are you, thinking, oh probably God is saying I need to get out of this marriage and get married to somebody else. No, 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 that's not what I am saying. The same marriage, the Lord is going to give you grace. Some of you, the same jobs, the Lord is going to give you divine favor. The same area of your failure and shame, the Lord is about to bring you restoration. The Lord is about to bring you strength. The Lord is about to bring you double fold in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know if you're receiving this. Brother, what's your name? What's your name, brother? Yes. Gaurav. I, I have to tell you this, Gaurav. This morning's entire word was for you. I don't know if you believe this or not. This, I, I didn't preach this. Even if I didn't preach it for anybody else, I was preaching it for you. This whole word, word by word, it is your life. The Lord is turning certain 
painful shameful situations into the most glorious situations there are things that you will never stand in the front and confess and talk about but those are the very areas the very places where the lord is going to lift you up where he is going to elevate you and and there are there are certain doors that have been shut for you in the past now in this next season those doors are not going to be shut i am standing here as as the as the one that is sent by the lord i'm not god but i'm 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 his man who is sent by the lord to tell you that next time this year next year this time same time your life would have taken a total turn around you will not be the same gorov you will not be the same man your your lifestyle would have changed your relationships would have changed your your history would not come back to haunt you again your history will be your greatest story everything that you confess about yourself in the past is going to change now the next season of your life is going to be completely different the lord is he he is setting a path before you there is a there is a high call of god over your life the lord is going to use you in the ministry there are there are certain individuals that the lord is about to connect you with that they are they are going to be very profoundly used by the lord to shape you i see like a you know how a sculptor a sculptor doesn't join different pieces he takes a rock that has no shape and then he creates shape on the rock right now you are the rock but the lord is going to bring a few people around you not one more than i see i see like three people standing around you and 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 they're going to shape certain parts they don't have to add to you but they're going to sculpt carve and craft you into a beautiful vessel for the lord and there are there are nations that are waiting to receive from you there are nations that are waiting to receive of your river there is a river that is coming out of your words there is a river that is coming out of things that you speak and this morning i'm here to say it's coming it's time there is a i'm 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 giving you a period of one year and i'm telling you the lord will return to you next time this year the progress has begun already see when god spoke to abraham and sarah it is not like they became pregnant the next day next year it, they they became pregnant that year they only delivered the next year so the work has already begun today i am declaring this over your spirit your your turnaround season has come the lord has noticed certain things that you did when nobody no, nobody was there some of your faithfulness some of your areas that you served even in your brokenness how you served the lord has noticed that people may not have appreciated it people may not have highlighted it they would have highlighted your failures and your brokenness but the lord has noticed how even when you were barren you still went and served you still got your sarah to work for you to serve the to serve these men of god and the lord says he has seen it all he has noticed it and it is time you know even as i'm speaking over him i'm also speaking over you okay so don't think that this is only him as i'm speaking over him i'm also speaking over your spirit and i'm saying next year this time next year this time the encounter that you've received in this last season 
the encounter that you are receiving today next year this time hear the word of the lord those who have a ear to hear let them hear what the spirit is saying to this church let him whose ear is open let him hear what god is saying to your marriage what god is saying to your business what god is saying to your health what god is saying to your walk with him next year this time you will produce results the work has begun your spirit is already stirred up your spirit is already pregnant you're already set up for this victory but there is a process for this victory to manifest so father we humble ourselves before you kis tu changa karta hai tu changa karta hai yeshu tu changa karta tu jeevan deta hai tu jeevan deta yeshu a yeshu tu jeevan deta ye tu changa karta hai tu changa karta स्वर्ग से धरती पे बरसे तेरी चंगाई स्वर्ग से धरती पे बरसे तेरी चंगाई स्वर्ग से धरती पे बरसे तेरी चंगाई
जीवन देता तू जीवन दे देता तू चंगा करता है तू चंगा करता करता है तू जीवन देता तू जीवन देता Lord I bless this church I speak increase and abundance upon this church And right now I pray that everything that is in the spiritual everything that is deposited in the spiritual will begin to manifest in the natural Lord I speak right now in Jesus name that every womb that is shut even in the physical shall open in Jesus name That 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 spirit of miscarriages will break in Jesus name No more shall we have to abort our children We thank you Lord for the grace for safe and supernatural deliveries. We thank you Lord for those in this place that have been repeatedly losing their jobs before they turn one year in their workplace. And right now I break that pattern in Jesus name. Never again shall they lose their job before they turn one year in that workplace. Lord I pray for a grace to to serve you those people that are feeling tired and burdened about serving God I pray that grace will be given to them Those that are saying I have I I don't understand how to serve I don't understand how to serve my man of God I pray for revelation upon them Lord I I declare in Jesus name that this grace that Abraham tapped into that this church will tap into that same grace and they will laugh and their generations will laugh and and this grace will be contagious grace this grace will spread throughout navi mumbai we thank you for pockets that are arising in panwel in, in the in washi area in, in in certain places where there is not even a station i declare for those pockets of revival to rise up 
we thank you that next year this time we will see the birth of new things everything that is deposited right now we declare it shall come forth in a year's time lord i i bless your son the man and the woman of god in this place in this season give them strength in their knees lord give them grace to stand long on their knees lord we pray that you would you would strengthen their hands we pray that you would you would strengthen you would encourage their hearts so that they will be able to run they will be able to welcome and they will be able to bow down lord i declare this over them for this next one year that they will be constantly found running that they will be constantly found welcoming and that they will be constantly found humble in the presence of god i bless them in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit and as i bless them i pray that out of their overflow this church will eat that out of their overflow that this church will be blessed that out of their overflow this church will experience an overflow out of their overflow that, that there will be new jobs that will be created in this place new environments will be created in this place these are words that is coming from a high place and the lord says what i say it shall be done my word will not return to me void it shall do the work that it was sent for it will create the laughter that it was supposed to create and in jesus mighty name we pray and everybody said an amen